Ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of year again. It's time for the Game and Just Start Game of the Year Awards 2020. I'm Calm. I'm joined as ever by Yoon. Hello. We're doing it in March this year because time has no meaning. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything anymore, so we just do it whenever the fuck we want. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's we may as well. We, we could have wrapped this into the 2021 awards and no one would have noticed. Like, yep. it's, time who, has who absolutely zero meaning, but yeah, we're here. Uh, but yeah, we're here. We have a bunch of categories as always. Um, I hope everybody is staying safe and is doing well in this time, and hopefully this can provide some entertainment for the. <laughs> and that's all the, the, re- the, the. It's also the reason you don't see our lovely faces on a video at the minute. It's we're, yeah, that's also true. We're not we can't be in the same room as each other. We haven't done this. We're being remotely in ever, maybe. Uh yeah, this is the first time we've ever done the game of the year one remotely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're trying to we're staying as safe as possible. We hope you are as well. Of um, course. So before we get into it, I think we clarify the rules just once before we yep. go into it. Yep. Uh, so game of the year awards 2020 the game obviously has to have come out in 2020. If it's an early access game, it can be in there for any of the like mechanics or looking things because I think that's kind of unless the game undergoes like a radical shift, yeah. but early access games really do things that are um, unlikely to change before the final release i think yeah um but it cannot count for the actual game of the year award because that game is not out yet um so it'll be considered later same applies for anything that is episodic if the last episode came out this year it can be considered if not then it can be considered for all the other ones apart from game of the year um we only have access to pcs ps4s switches and a PS5 though, I guess. But I nothing don't came out on the PS5, think so. there's anything PS5 related on this list. Yeah, which so I'm, 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 which I'm that... wondering now. But yeah, I think that's that's. If fine. there's anything else that has come out, uh, we cannot cover it. Um, I don't think anything came out on Xbox or anything like that. Xbox have been good at putting stuff on PC as well. Yeah, so I it's think not... the like most of the stuff that would have come out is now we would have access to. But I don't think there's anything. Yeah, it's like out really. Um. Main one is there will be spoilers for everything that we talk about, specifically when we get to things like Best Moment, there will be explicit spoilers for several major video games that came out this year. Um, If you're still playing them or you don't want to hear it, uh, maybe come back to this when you are done with said games. Um, For most stuff, stuff, we'll mention what game we're talking about so that if it's going to be a problem, you can skip. But for Best best Moment, basically assume that entire category is just an hour of spoilers. Yeah, just don't listen to Best Moment if you want to avoid spoilers because we are talking about the Best Moment, which is usually pretty late. Um, Okay, so let's get started. Uh, First category, as always, I think we do this every year, is the 20xx game of the year this is a game that didn't necessarily come out in 2020 but we played it in 2020 and really enjoyed it and wanted to give it its own sort of recognition yeah uh, because we don't so, because we don't get a lot of games for free we have to catch up the following year yeah, for stuff that was before so yeah this is all done off of our own backs so we have to uh we have to play some stuff maybe yes, exactly. a bit later um so on this list we have arc knights synthetic legion rising unavowed 1980x dead by daylight dying light and final fantasy 14 yep. um so arknights was that mobile game that you played with all the anime animal anime women in it right yes yeah uh-huh yep uh so why is that on this list because i played a surprising amount of uh that game and i have had basically not done a lot of mobile game stuff ever really yeah. and i put 
a number of hours into this thing and was surprised by the complexity and how kind of how the narrative i mean it's not going to win any narrative awards but like yeah it's more complicated than you'd expect it to be and they kind of went for it and it kind of i don't know it kind of stuck i mean they did have they literally did have this year a um beach episode like a like an anime like they literally oh of the course beach. they did yeah but it did have yeah. but also even that bit did have like story impact and it did it did but the, it was mainly there to sell a gacha that's to all sell the a bunch more skins right. for yeah. yeah and like i mean we did a video on so it the, could, the thing the thing that i've seen other people talk about about arc nights because i've got some friends that have played it as well they've they've said basically a mirror of what you said which was it's surprisingly interesting yeah. but it is actually just a gacha game at the end oh, of the oh, day totally. where it's designed to get you the fancy outfits for your anime ladies um, yes entirely and but like I, I was kind of like i said i was kind of I mean, watch the video that we did, but there's like, there's like 17 currencies, there's like the main game, there's the visual novel part of it, there's like a XCOM style base build mechanic, there's yeah. the whole, and it probably has one of the best um, loot box opening animations I think I've seen in a while. Although you said that was a clone of like a different thing, where it was like unzipping a yeah, duffel bag. So, was a... Yeah, so the, the duffel bag one was like, I can't remember what game it was now, but there is a, there are there are other games that have done duffel bag opening style things. I just right. can't remember what it is. Okay. I think I, I said it in the video, but I can't remember what it is at this point. Yeah, fair enough. I've seen too many gacha opening animations <laughs> yeah, at this point, right? but they all blend together. Yep. Um, synthetic. So synthetic Rising... Is that roguelike thing? Yeah, uh, roguelike, top down. Um, Sure, sure with reload mechanics let's say crazy guns crazy guns and reload mechanics um i don't know i this is another one i spent a surprising amount with this year i think i picked it up literally in the january sale last year and i've just been kind of plugging away at it it's a really good one of those um mm. it's got a cool look to it like it is all 2d sprites but obviously rendered from 3d and it's kind of got this yeah. clean look to it and I don't know. I I I liked it. I, I killed a lot of time with that game. It was it, it has it has some interest. I like the um, it's kind of got like a Borderlands like gun manufacturer thing where yes. like different guns are made by different companies and therefore do different things. But yeah. then, which is cool. But then there's also just like crazy guns like the there's the sniper rifle that does more damage if you do a three sixty before you fire it and stuff like that. Like yeah, like some of them are some of them definitely have the kind of borderlands. This is there's mental stuff. Yeah, ridiculous. It's it's a it's a fun game. It's also like pretty challenging. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult as well. Like yeah, when I start to when I start to first get to like the first bosses, uh, which are also randomized, and you're like, oh, I've got this guy, and then I did another run and just came across this giant tank that like one shotted me. I was like, oh okay, yeah. there's some there's some stuff here. Okay. Um, uh, then unavowed. That was the adventure game that you. Yeah, played? the that... pixel point click um, adventure game from. Wadget Eye. Yeah, yeah. it's the Wadget Eye one. Um, it's the first Wadget Eye game I played all the way through. I did a big chunk of Gemini Rue, but just never finished it. Um, it's really good. It's all voice acted. All the voice acting is really good. It's got some cool, some really good story moments in it, and has some surprising. Yeah, it, I, I think I talked about it on the podcast when, we were, when I was playing it, but, like, it was really excellent up to, like, the last 15 minutes with the ending. Yeah. And you're like, 
I mean, it's not really spoilers, but like they do the thing where it's like you made this decision and this decision and this decision, and then both of the ways that can resolve just kind of like there's one that is definitely like this is the right way to do this, and then the other where it's just like I'm gonna have a conversation, and then the game ends. Okay, right? Yeah, got you. Um, I don't know, I had a really disappointing ending, but up to that point, like it's 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 pretty good at, at saying like here are the implications of all the things you've done and they do not like again up to up until the ending they do not guide your hand in any way about how you resolve a bunch of situations so like yeah um so like i mean the very quickly the crux of the thing is that like you're basically there's like a secret society or secret group that's entire job is to manage um fantasy creatures that live in um god where is that even set i can't even remember um but set in like this american like modern day american city that you then join because you had an experience with a demon early on and when you join them like all of it is like you we need to go resolve the situation with this demon and how you actually every one of the different like chunks of it have like a couple of different ways you can resolve that basically is up to you it's like a lot of them are pretty bad for everyone involved. There's no good situation basically for anyone. Like they're all difficult yeah. decisions, which is kind of rare in these type of things. So I don't know it's really good narrative. It just it kind of fluffs the landing pretty hard. Sure, um, but it's pretty good. Uh, 1980X. I don't even remember what that is. Yeah, it's a short um, pixel art. Uh, well, it's not even pixel art really. It's um, it's a it's a kind of narrative game, but it's strung together with. Um, pretty good fake versions of old arcade games there's so there's like an outrun right, version okay. there's like an outrun game there's like a shinobi clone oh i there's... sort of remember this now yeah really good music as well um but it's telling the story of the main character like kind of discovering discovering arcades as an escape from their home life in like the boring yeah. suburbs and coming to the city and seeing all of this kind of stuff it's a really good story it's really well again really well voice acted and and actually the mechanics of the games tie pretty well into the story including the very last section which minor spoilers is like a um what's the name of the first what's the name of that old really really old like first person dungeon crawler like dos level where there's a dragon and a maze um <laughs> i don't know what you're talking but it's about like, it's like a first person it's like um the original ultima games right okay oh like, yeah like um might and magic and stuff like kind that, of yeah but like 2d like you're going around this maze fighting dragons but the dragons are like i was gonna say it in the most fucking cliche way ever where like the dragons are your emotions but like it's yeah it's about like the person dealing with a bunch of stuff and it's actually really well done and there's a lot of like creating like the five or six individual games in that thing like it's no mm. small effort and they're all pretty good like they're all pretty accurate to the the thing they're trying to emulate and they all look good and it, i don't know it's just a really nice like three hour four hour thing that i enjoyed yeah sure fair yep um dead by daylight uh a game that i spent a lot of time watching um for god that game's been out for like two or three years at this point maybe. i think it was no it was the, uh, the, when we started this year it was the fourth year anniversary wasn't it oh god it was even longer than i think so um, i'll check yeah but like i've been like paying attention to it for a few years and like 
always thought about playing it and then never did and then we both kind of simultaneously decided to start playing it at the same time June 2016 that game game came out yeah Jesus that game's really good for what it is Um, I mean we got into I mean well I wanted to get into it because they announced the the Silent Hill pack the Silent Hill pack yeah um, and that was the that was the thing because again I'd kind of been watching it from the sidelines and going there's something interesting here and I think I'd got it, it it came out around the same time as like Friday the 13th I think or the original version of Friday the 13th yeah I think I think there was a bunch of those like weird co-op like asymmetric asymmetric co-op horror multiplayer games came out um this one is a lot more like I was gonna say focused but like more competitive than the other ones for sure where because like the other the other ones are a lot more like the the guys the survivors just kind of have to like do stuff and then get out and the killer is just hunting them whereas this has a lot of like counterplay there's a lot of things that like survivors can do to stop the killer and killers can stop the survivors there's a lot more things like back and forth yeah there's definitely a lot more it's a lot more mechanical than something like as far as i know anyway about the than other games where it is basically like it's just a it's a straight up multiplayer game like it's about yeah. skills and um, it's it's it is, it is and like a teamwork and stuff like it is. It's a good... four, it's a four v one multiplayer game where the people that are the four are playing a different game than the person who is the one. Yeah. Entirely to the point where the person who is the killer is playing first person and the people playing the survivors are third person, yeah. which is such a dramatic change that it yeah. leads to a lot of really interesting things of how the survivors can like manipulate the fact that this killer can only see a specific totally. set of vision and i, mean, I think um, it's the thing for me when when i first started looking at this game and it was like how are how because i kept seeing the third person stuff and it was like how is how is anyone ever supposed to hide from the killer if the killer can yeah. just see in third person right well you don't you put them in first person give them a restricted fov and then you could just hide behind them and it's yeah it's it's just such a every part of that is a such really smart decisions about how to make the core game and then every killer they put out or all the ones i've seen so far that they put out while i've been playing this game has just been so just enough changes to the core mechanic where it seems yeah fresh and like every time you go in and it's like okay we have no idea who we're fighting at this point or we have no idea who else is here we don't know what the killer is so we're just gonna have to go and then as soon as we see it or recognize it or something we're gonna have to just deal with it and we'll see what happens um, yeah, yeah. For me, there's this a lot. Was, this there's was... a lot of variability in that game, which makes it for sure. really interesting. Especially between not even just like between what killer is it, but it's like what perks are they using, what perks that I have, like how does that work against them? Like yeah. does that screw me out of stuff? Like there, there is a bunch of pre-planning that it's kind of weird because you do a bunch of pre-planning kind of in the dark, where yeah, because you don't know what killer you're up against, so you get no idea if the perks you're picking are good against them or not but you're doing this kind of like everybody kind of like draws their hand and prepares their hand and then when the game starts they reveal everything on the table and you go oh shit or you go yeah. ah this works quite well um so it's, it's a really cool kind of mechanic that they've got and for me this was a game that had that solved well not solved it allowed me to do a bunch of stuff that i don't normally get to do in these type of games like just multiplayer games in general where like i started paying attention to patch notes which I don't do a yeah, lot about, sure. like exactly what's changed. I actually got to play both sides and do reasonably well. Like mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. there's definitely a um. Which it's, a, which it's I, a game that I've also been playing like a lot with my friends and stuff like that. Yeah. Where 
you can take it super seriously if you want and obviously people do like people grind for ranks or whatever but see as just like a general chill out with your mates and fuck around sort of thing it's also great at that like you don't have to take it super seriously if you don't want to totally um Um, it's great but i mean i i played most of my time in that game solo and had like had like what out of the 40 hours i've played it or something like that i've had like three Mm. bad experiences and even then it was like one of them was just like the killer disconnected because they were losing and i was like okay like fine yeah but and also like they've made a bunch of decisions to stop that from happening where like okay if the killer if you're if you're a survivor and the killer disconnects you still get xp like it's not a waste yeah, yeah. like there's, still there's not the a lot of ways and... to really troll people um which works in that case um yeah. specifically for this but uh, yeah i i don't know i spent a surprising amount of time with this game that i did not expect to I, this year yeah i've i've spent a lot of time with it um i've had a good mix of playing survivor with people and like killer on my own and yeah the game it feels really it's weird because like both halves of it feel really distinct but at the same time linked it's really strange but um yeah it's a super interesting game and it's really fun uh i get excited whenever they put out somebody new because it's it always it always shakes it up in a really interesting way yeah Um, for sure but yeah so that's That's dead by daylight Uh, you played dying light this year yeah, I played Dying Light this year because um, it was a game that it's one of these games that's kind of held in like cult status where a bunch of people played it and said it was really good, and then the developers just keep supporting it like inexplicably, like they keep putting out patches and free content like every few months it seems. Really? Um, huh. Yeah, like like when I started, there was a bunch of new stuff in it that had only just been put in like a month or so earlier. Um, so they'd like keep putting stuff into it just purely out of because they love the game, even though they're developing two, but I think they're they're still supporting one. Cool. Um and yeah, so I played quite a lot of it, like 30 hours of it. And yeah, like what people were saying is correct. It's really fun. Like it is a really cool it's like this like open world zombie survival game with parkour elements and like the the combat is like you're trying to avoid combat as much as possible, obviously, because it's a zombie survival game, but when you do get into combat, the mechanics are really solid, apart from when you get into... It's, it's kind of the fall of any zombie game, is like when the humans show up and you have to start using guns. That's right. when things kind of fall apart, because guns just kind of like... Instead instead of it being like this weird counterplay between you and the zombies of like, I'm faster than you and get around you, but there's a lot of them, you just turn up with guns, and they're like, ah, oh, there are guns now, everybody dies. It's... Um, <laughs> How do you, yeah, you deal with the night stuff? Because I know you're not a huge horror game person, but like it sounds... Um, it's fine. Like it is legitimately scary uh, because the like the special super infected come out at night. Um, but if you want to... But you got obviously there's like better loot or whatever at night. So you, you can choose to go out if you want to. If not, there are like safe houses to just go and sleep the night off. Um, but yeah, it's, it is like it's really tense when you're at night, obviously, because you can't see... And you can hear them everywhere because they make sure. noises and there are like flashes on screen and stuff. It's really interesting. Uh, but the the best thing about it, the traversal mechanics, like the actual parkour, is really solid. Like right. for a first person game, that thing is surprisingly good. Like everything snaps the way you want it to. You very rarely have the situation where you go to jump at something and like just bounce off of it because it's a video game. Um, it's really fluid. Um, nothing, everything chains together really well. So nothing is like. I very yeah, I very rarely had physics issues trying to do the parkour stuff, which was really impressive to me. Sure. Also, there's a button. Also, there's a button to just do a drop kick, which is really fun. <laughs> yeah, there's a drop um, kick button. Yep. 
there's if you jump in the air and melee attack your guy drop kicks you could just drop kick zombies off of windows and it's it's ridiculously satisfying <laughs> like you don't expect it to be as satisfying as it is until you do it and then it's really really good yep um yeah that game that game deserves all the praise that it gets it's a really cool. well designed thing and it gets supported really well sure uh and then final fantasy 14 this is a really late edition um yeah. i saw you playing this been- last night um, yes, I was playing. I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen in my Christmas break time um, because I kind of was like, I've played everything that I kind of want to play, so sure. I don't have to catch up. Um, and I, it started because I saw a video on YouTube, like a recommended came up for me randomly that was like a guy who does really high quality production value like raid guides for positioning and what people should be doing at any moment, but they're like really clear and crisp and they move really well. And I was looking at this late game raid from the latest expansion or the latest patch i should say and it was like it looked like a dance like everybody was like moving in specific like clockwise directions and in and out in like really specific ways so i messaged my friend it was like who has been playing it since like the start of the year or whatever and he's like tanked all the content like he's super crazy into it and was like hey what is this thing like what or i messaged him and saying hey i found this video on final fantasy 14 that's like a raid guide and it was like, oh, is it this guy? And I was like, oh, yeah, how the hell did you know that? It's like, oh, yeah, his guides are great. So we sat and talked about it for ages, and I was like, I should probably check back in with that thing, because it's been, like, a, a good year and a half since I've looked at it. Um, and they've had, like, a whole other expansion since then, and, like, there's a bunch of content that's come out, and I should go and look at it. So I I got back into it. Um, I picked up where I left off, which was the end of Stormblood, which was the expansion before the one that's currently out. Yes. So I had... I finished that and I had to do all the patch content, all of Shadowbringers, which is the latest expansion, and all of the patch content for that, all the while picking up on all of the other cool content that had been released in between those two periods of time. Right. Um, my friend basically went, right, like, here's what you need to do and here are the things that you don't need to do, but you probably should do because it's really cool. Um, and yet, like, that game is, for, for a, what ostensibly what is a hot bar MMO, like a very traditional MMO, that thing has such good design behind it, like encounter design and mm. world design and just like a general artistic vision that it's it's staggering how good that thing is for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um like the the examples I can give are like so there's a series there's a series of like fights in Stormblood that are related to this thing called Omega, which is like a time traveling computer that jumps between worlds and like finds the best warriors and like pits them in a big contest okay and what it is is like a series of raids where you fight things from other final fantasy games because it's interesting it's like gone into those realms and plucked them out so there are like you fight like x death who's like the main villain of final fantasy 4 you fight chaos who is the big bad of final fantasy 1 there's a series that's entirely devoted to Final Fantasy VI, which was amazing for me because it's bet. like, yeah. and th- and this is like full redesigns of enemies, remixes of the soundtrack, all done in the style of like these are raid fights, so they're all raid bosses with raid mechanics behind them. So like oh, the sixth one okay. has like the ghost train as a raid <laughs> boss, okay. which is insanity that they're able to pull that off as like a designed thing that they did and it's really good as well like it's a super well designed bit of raid content um and then the, obviously the fight at the end of that's kafka and that is it's one of the best raid bosses i've ever seen because it is 
that the way that it works because it's Kafka and he's like this fucking clown instead of you doing the mechanics that are dictated you do the opposite of whatever he's telling you because he's playing tricks on you but there are some times where he doesn't play the trick and you have to do the mechanic as written and you just have to be aware of like the the weird markers that he has around him to see if he's playing a trick or not it's okay it's really it's really in depth but it is super interesting and really satisfying when you pull it off of like he's put this ground marker on the ground where it's like i'm gonna fire this big beam across half the arena but if you look at him there are like question marks all around them which means he's lying so it means that that side of the arena is actually going to be safe so you have to run to that side into the ground marker which is counter to literally everything that you've done in final fantasy for the entirety (laughs) that you've played it right um so that's all awesome there's a there's a raid series that's like the 24-man raid series that's set in Ivalice that is to do with Final Fantasy Tactics and 12. Right. That oh, right, yes. Yeah, is, yeah. That is both amazingly designed in terms of a raid, but also has a really amazing story behind it. Like, the actual tale that they're telling through the raid is really cool. And it also has massive callbacks to, like, War of the Lions and 12 in there. Like, Fran shows up at some point. Um, Not actual Fran, but an equivalent of Fran. And, like, you do boss fights. You do raid fights with, like, tactics people like Mustadio and Argeth and all these people that are, again, are raid bosses. They're not just, like, people that turn up and you're like, oh, I get the reference. It's, like, an actual fight that makes sense and is... Yeah, it's just the the, and then you get into like the Shadowbringers content. That's like one of the best expansions for an MMO I've ever seen in terms really? of like, like story setup design, even like even getting down to like the the stuff that would be really dull, like dungeons and stuff like that, are all amazingly well designed with really cool fights in them. Like, there's not a bit of content in Shadowbringers that I didn't hit and go like at least at the very minimal went. Oh, that's a really cool idea. Like, right. it's not. There was nothing in it that was like, man, I'm really bored by this. There was always something that was like, that's interesting and really cool. Um, a game and, really is one of the and, fascinating like comeback stories of video games, really, isn't it? Oh yeah, and it, it, the, the, especially from when it came from, like since ARR, like that thing, or since it got remade, mm-hmm. the thing is went. It, 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 it's weird that it's gone nothing from strength to strength. Like yeah. it's it's just got better. Like it's never gotten. There's never been a dip down. Like since. The first expansion when heavensward came out that was so much better than arr and now stormblood's come out which was really good and shadowbringers has come out which is amazing and it's just getting better and better and better and i'm now going into like end game shadowbringer stuff which is like the near automata raid and oh, right yeah i forgot that was the thing there's a yep. whole there's a whole raid series that's to do with like final fantasy 8 that i'm currently doing that's also amazing um it's just the 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 amount that is in those games that I missed out on that is like there's so much it's unbelievable how much content there is because I now have a list that's like longer than my arm because I finished Shadowbringers and was like okay there's so much post Shadowbringer stuff what I do and my friend sent me a list of like do this stuff in this order and it'll make the most sense it's such a long list but I've got through like two or three bits of it so far and it's all been amazing like nothing has been bad um it's it's staggering like the thing is unbelievable um even for even as a 
a prelude to something that we're going to talk about later in like Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is like it harkens back a lot and like obviously in like the soundtrack and the visuals and stuff like that. Mm. This is like they harken back to all of Final Fantasy as a total, yeah. but also take it, redesign it and make it into this like amazing sort of desi- like well-designed MMO. It's yeah, not yeah. just like a... It's not planted there just for referential material. Like it's there as like an actual design challenge, sure. which is... um, It's so good. Like there's... there's I can only say the word amazing so many times, sure. but it's just it's just good content. Like anybody that is a fan of traditional MMOs that hasn't picked up fourteen at this point is doing themselves such a massive disservice. Yeah, because it really is the best one. Like it is. It's what's the, it, like what's, I've. What's the payment? Sorry, what's, that game is it? Monthly subscription. So right now, content. This was the, so, so. This was the other thing that I discovered recently, which also blew my mind. The current free trial for fourteen is take a character and any job up to level 60 which is when the when the max is 80 60 is quite a long oh, way that's quite okay. a lot of content it's two games worth of content for free so it's ARR and Heaven's Ward for free oh okay um only with restrictions on like what you can sell and buy at the shop what chat channels you can use there are like restrictions behind it but it is like over 100 hours worth of content for free and you can just go do it with no restriction other than like the chats and stuff like that. It's, Interesting. It is the it, it is it's it's sanity to me that that's the free trial because yep. it's so much. Yep. Um. And yeah, it's still like it, you buy each expansion and then there's a monthly on top of it. So each expansion's like twenty quid and then the monthly's like eight. Right. So it's not okay. It's not too bad, but it is like. I'm I'm doing this purely to play catch up and see what the stuff was and totally, I've not regretted yeah, yeah. it because it's if been amazing. If you want amazing. to see it all, then that's worth spending the money. Yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, it wasn't so bad for me because I'd already like bought Stormblood and stuff like that, so I just had sure. to pick up Shadowbringers and was like, I was into it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. But yeah. So for every one of these categories, we do uh, two runners up and a winner. Yeah. So for this, I think Dead by Daylight has to be one of them. I agree. Considering the two of us. Yep. I would like Unavowed to be one of them because, again, okay. apart from the last 15 minutes, that was one of the, the great things I played this year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It sounds like Final Fantasy fourteen is going to be there. Yeah, I I would really want fourteen to be on there because I know it's like really late and I've only been playing it fairly recently. But, it but if it's made that much of an effect So on impressive. Yeah, yeah, it's been so impressive. So I, do, I I would be okay. So if we do Dead by Daylight 14 and Unavowed, does that seem alright? Yeah, like, so the, the, the top half is kind of, like, stuff other than Synthetic, which I played a bit of. Yeah, like, um, Synthetic's really good, but it's not, it didn't... I would, I, I'm okay with it. Unavowed, I remember talking about it in the podcast, I, and it's yeah, really I, interesting. I so really I liked what they did with that. They didn't... Yeah, it was more for a game about like mythological well not even mythological creatures like fantasy creatures like i've done fables like i we've done this (laughs) before but this is like they really go places with this and i was really impressed by it and specifically the oh well i can't talk about it here um there was one thing i was going to talk about but since this game came out last year wouldn't show up in best moment so the whole oh man I'll do it off air because I think people should play on yeah okay sure but it's the play on about the last hour and a half of that game is fucking Buck wild, it's great. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, Dead by Daylight fourteen unavowed. Is it yeah. Dead by Daylight? Is that 
the winner so like so like personally for me it would be 14 like yeah. the the thing has been like so amazingly impressive for the like sure. amount of content they've put out but if it's for the site between the two of us it's probably it dead by daylight be. yeah i think yeah. it has to be okay cool so dead by daylight is our 2086 game of the year Fantasy 14 and unavowed are our runners yep. up 